Okay, today's daf is Babakama daf Kuf Beis 102, and we are on the top of Kuf Beis Amid Aleph. We're in the sugyas of Shemitah. How did we get to the sugyas of Shemitah? Because yesterday, last time, the daf discussed uh, issues of appearance, issues of Chazusa Milsa, Chazusa La Milsa, Yeshavach Samanim Al Gabet Semer or not. In the different contexts which we discussed, Shemitah and Erla and Gezel and all related issues. And the last one we were talking about was the Isser of La'achla, or the mitzvah of La'achla V'lo L'schorah, as is discussed by the uh, the Mepharshim, and we said we'll just uh, start off again with the Ramban Shita. The Ramban counts a separate mitzvah zase daraisa of Achilas Perishviyas. Says the Ramban in Hosafa L'mitzvah Gimel, Sha'amra Torah V'perishviyas V'haisa Shabbos Haaretz Lachem La'achla. Shabbos Haaretz Lachem, it'll be for you to eat the Darshu, and we Darshan in Meseches Bechoros and elsewhere, La'achlav La'lishora, to eat and not to do business with. Vizet Dvar Torah, says the uh, Ramban. Kamosh Amru Beperek Basra Shalavodazara, as it says in Meseches Avodazara. Nimsa Parechovo Beperishvias. Vatar Amra Lachlav Lolishora. Right, you can't use Perishvias for other things. Vechem Bimkomos Rabbim and Atamud Vechulu. And then he continues at the end and says, Vehineha Osis Chora Bahem. Over ba'ase, over ba'ase. What does that sound like? It's before he didn't. He didn't say it's a mitzvah to eat peirushvius. He says So at the beginning, where he does not say mitzvah to eat, it sounds like it's more of an iserase, meaning the emphasis is v'lolishora, not so much la'achla. But towards the end, when he says over ba'ase, if I do schora with, with them, sounds like that it's uh, it's it's something different, something different. Um, okay. Anyway, so that's, uh, that's the, that's the, uh, Ramban. The Achronim, the Mitzvah's Hamelech, Rabbi Sement, in the Sefer on the, on the Sefer HaMitzvot, he discusses this sheet of the Ramban, and discusses the Achronim, who discussed this sheet of the, of the Ramban. He quotes the Megillah's Esther, says, Pashtus is that it is Mamish and Mitzvah's Achiva, Mitzvah to eat, Perishvius. But the Ramban himself doesn't doesn't say clearly doesn't say clearly again the end of the lashon if you do schora over base he doesn't say you fulfill a mitzvah base if you eat it the Rambam does not count this in the tiring mitzvahs and the question is why some Gil Esther who lines up the Ramban as a real bona fide mitzvah base of achila could say that the Rambam holds is only in this base and he doesn't count it if you take a more limited approach to the Ramban to say that that he already holds he only holds it in this base then it's a little more difficult to say what did the Rambam say maybe the Rambam agrees fundamentally he just does, has a machlok in terms of taryag, he doesn't count it, or something else. The nafgaminas between how one looks at, even within the Ramban, uh, the Mitzvah Samelech has a couple. Be'emes yesh la'ayin, first he presents the Chakira. Bisoda iser, delachem alo l'schora. Inema da mitzvah nimna kanhi iser schora. Is that the focus of the iser? Or the mitzvah is the achila, and la'achla is the emphasis, not just the schora. The iser schora is just a problem because you are not eating it, right? But the, the issue is la'achla. So that's the chakira. What's the nafkamina? So he quotes number one, uh, kol, uh, hefsid, destroying perishvius. What is, what is there a shear for that? So the Marit al-Ghazi has a suffix, the iser hefsid, perishvius, even pachos mikazayas, or only kezayis, like mitzvahs achila. So that could be dependent. If the focus is la'achla, so that it focuses on kezayis, that's the mitzvah. If you destroy less than that, you're not destroying the mitzvah. And that is 
mitzad echad. But if you say that it's all about in Isra, I say schorah is the per, per se the problem, then schorah is schorah, even a kolshehu might be aser. Or do you make a bracha? Do you make a bracha on eating perish fias? The Ramam writes at the end of the trumos that you make a berachas mitzvah when you eat truma. And the, the Makeza Mishnah and the Radvaz argue there uh, whether uh, about that, that Rambam. The Makeza Mishnah says, obviously, you uh, make a bracha. The Radvaz wonders uh, why. Meaning, it's not, it's not a achiv. So, okay, either way, the Ramam says you make a bracha on achilas truma. Do you make a bracha on achilas perishmita? A separate bracha, berchas mitzvah. Number two. Number three. Who is the Isaran? The buyer or the seller? The one who's selling the perishmita or the buyer? So that that's a that's also could be a machlokes dependent on this chakira. The note Behuda says only the mocher gets the avera and not the and not the uh, the kone. But if the makri kedushin in the shmita so yistafel bay says even the lokeach. So says the mitzvah zamelach. Maybe this is also totally on our issue. Bazeita chay lomar kima de shneim amocher valokeach michelke hamasu matan shel machira shneim shavim beisrzeh. If you say it's an Isra Schora, but if you say it's all about an outgrowth of the Mitzvah's Achila, then Pashtus, only the seller, because he's the one that is ruining the Achila by doing something else. So, this is a couple of the, of the Nafkaminas to how to understand that Ramban. And now we go further. Says the Gemara, Omar Rav Kahana. Says the Gemara on the, on the top line. Ve'etzim lahasaka tanoihi. We're going with our Girsa. Our Girsa says, uh, wood for fuel tanoihi. It is a machlokas tanoim. What exactly is the machlokas tanoim that we're trying to connect to? What were we just talking about in this context? We were just talking about the issue of eitzim demashchad. Eitzim, oily wood that have, that fit the requirement of Kedusha Shviyas. They have hanasano birosan shaveh. As you benefit from them, they get destroyed. So that little type of meat, of of, uh, of wood, unlike all other types of wood. So do we say, but ladaito, so to speak, and therefore they don't have pay shmita, even though it fulfills the requirements, uh, or not. So the Gemara said, you, but ladaito, stam eitzim asakein omdin, and therefore even the eitzim the mashchan are going to be Included in the non kedushas shvius, and Rav Kahana now comes along and says that issue is really a machlokas tanaim. That is how Rashi here understands the Gemara. Rashi on the first couple of skinny lines tanaihi ikolaman da amar stam eitzim lasaka nitnu. As we just said, v'lochayle shvius afilu eitzim demashchan, and kedushas shvius does not apply even to wood that fulfill that fulfills the requirements of of uh, kedushas shvius. V'ikolaman da lesle. And some argue, no. You can be mechalic between different types of wood. Wood that's normally a fulfill, wood, most wood that does not fulfill the requirements of Kedusha Shvius, and therefore it does not have Kedusha, and other wood uh, that does fulfill, and therefore it would have Kedusha. That's the issue that we are all going to do, and that's how we're going to read the Gemara, because that's how Rashi says here. But to note, Rashi in Sukkah uh, quotes a different shot, and he discusses there uh, that the shot that we have uh, could be wrong. So it's interesting, the Rashi gives different shotim in Sukkah and in here. Rashi in Sukkah, the Tosas Rid points this out, because the Tosas Rid here quotes the other shot that Rashi has, that the Machlokas di- being dealt with here is generally do, do, does wood, what's the language of the Gemara here, the Eitzim Lahasaka Tanoihi, not specific type of Eitzim, does wood in general have Kedusha Shvias. That's how the Tosas Rid understands the what the Gemara is doing here. 
and then he quotes, though, that the Rashi, Avala More, Right, R- Mori is what uh, the Tosafot calls Rashi. Avala Mori garis stam eitzim lasaka tanoihi upirish. He goes through the whole pshat and then he says ve'ino nearly pitaron zeklav sheina shita olechas kach. I don't like this. Da'atu, he says, according to Rashi, we're going to get to the Machlokas in a minute, between the Rabbanan and Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi says, as we will see, you go by each and every one. He says, Tosavit says, according to Rashi's shot, it would only be if you had specific kavana when you gathered it, and it doesn't sound that way from the Gemara. Da'atu, Rabbi Yossi, lo shari mishra v'kvisa, elem kein licht on lakach, ha'echa ksiva. Rabbi Yossi, matir kola peyre shviyas, l'mishra v'kvisa, l'chol tzorech ha'shav alakol, v'chulu, hilkach no, he says, I don't think there's any uh, light for this shot. And then he says, I in Piperak Lulava Guzzle, Shahamore Rashi says like me. Says like me. If you look in Rashi there, Rashi has it's a long Rashi there. Rashi says uh, a historical Rashi. Vani Shamati Meirabosai. This is Rashi at the bottom of Mem Amid Aleph. After he quotes the different Gersos, Eitzim da Hasaka Tanoihi or Stam Eitzim la Hasaka Ninhu Tanoihi. Those are the two different Shatim, two different uh, Gersos. And then Rashi quotes Vitarachti Minu Urai Vakolzi De Shita Sashas Liashol Kfidevrehem Beinu Yachol. I tried to work out that that Gersa. I haven't been able to. The gersa that we have. Umatazi gersa zu b'sefer ksav yadosh or abedu gershim ben Yehuda minuchaso kavod ubeseder Yeshua or abedu Yisroch bar Menachem kasu veinu muga kenir abeina. He quotes two of two of the uh, great earlier abedu gershim and read the rivam abedu Yisroch bar Menachem. And Rashi likes the gersa of over there. So Rashi has two different pshatim in two different places. Uh, one should just be aware. We're going to continue going through uh, the pshat that we have. Uh, here. Again, Rashi says the issue at hand is whether we will say just exactly what we just said. Uh, and keep in mind, Rashi's goal, uh, this has been pointed out by many, Rashi's goal in, in giving a commentary on Shas is not to do fully, always, what Tosfas does. Rashi's giving Pshat to the Gemara at hand. And there might be different views of different Gemaras, so Rashi might explain it differently. Maybe Rashi says this only because of the previous line, and that's how he understands this. But over there, in Sukkah, he has a different understanding. Bali Tosfas, their mahus is to view all of Shas as a unit. And that's why Tosfas needs to put together every single Sukkah in Shas. Unless you have to say it's a machlokas, but that's not what Rashi's doing. Rashi's giving a commentary on the specific Gemara at hand. This is a classic example where Rashi might give two di- might give two different pshatim to the different Gemaras, maybe based on two different gersos that he had, but it's very different than what Tosfus is is out to do. So let's continue. As the Brisa says, so here it is. Ain Mosrin Perishvius. Lola Mishrovalokfus and the Tanakama says you're not allowed to use. Mosrin is to include even not yourself doing it, but even giving it over to someone else to do. One is not allowed to give over Perishvius, Lola Mishrovalokfus, you can't use them for soaking purposes, for laundry purposes. Right? That's an inappropriate usage of Perishmita. Again, Rashi says, because that's like a schora, that's like a market type of uh, idea that is also to do with Perishvius. No, it's mutter. It's allowed. Why? My time of the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon say, it's a you have to eat Perishmita or get some type of benefit direct consumption, but not to use it for the soaking. 
Lochem is used by Shemitah as well. It's for you, for all of your needs, including this. The Rabbana Nami Haksiv Lochem. I want the Rabbana do with Lochem, which is an inclusionary word. Lochem dum yada la'achla. No, all Lochem is mutter. It has to be similar to la'achla. Bimishanaso biroshavet. Yatsu mishra bekvusa shanaso nachar biyuran. Right, the soaking, the hana, is after the beer, which Pashtus means, Rashi here says it means that first the wine uh, gets, the wine, the Paris, or the Shemitah wine gets destroyed, and then the color goes into the clothing. So it's not at the same amount the moment, and that's why it doesn't have um uh Mishra and Kfusa would not be allowed. Hanasa'an, Akarbiuran, and that's why it would not be allowed for Peros, which the classic usage consumption is at the same moment, this one is afterwards, and therefore it would not be it would not be uh allowed. Uh but let's just finish this line and then we'll talk about the Rashi. Rebyosi Nami Aksiv Laakla. So what does Rebyosi use La'akla for to limit? Armalacha Humi Bayle Likiditanya Titanya Laakla Velo Limilugma. You could use Perishvias for eating purposes, but not for Malugma, some type of bandage that you use for someone who got a wound, so you're not allowed to use it as a cream, some type of ointment for that. Stop there for a moment even though we're in the middle of the brisa, but we'll stop there for a second. So Rashi has to explain. So what's the, how does this, how is, does this Machlokas connect to our Tanahi? Remember, what is Rashi's shot here? The Machlokas Tanahim is the issue that we ended off with on the top line of today's daf, whether you have, when you have special types of wood that fulfill the requirement of Kedusha Shemitah to be Kadosh, so do you say Batla, the status of those specific things because of the larger category? That's the Machlokas. So now Rashi says, looking at the Rashi Yasu Mishro Kfusa, so the, 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 the Gemara doesn't say anything beferish. The Gemara just says, or Yossi says you could use fruit for Mishra and Kfusa, Perishmita, and the Rabbanan say you can't. So what's the Machlokas? So Rashi says, Vahainu Tanoi, about the 15th, a skinny line or so. Vahainu Tanoi. Rashi has to have a long Rashi here because it's not Mefurish in the Gemara. The Rabbanan, Savri, the Rabbanan, who say, Stam Perish Lachila, Vachaila Lachlusha Shvius. Kedam Rlael, Perishmita, all have Kedusha, as it said before. To call Davrashana, also be run Shaveh, Chaila. Any time that you have the Hanon, and the Bior, at the same time, uh, that the Kedusha Shvius is Chalonit. Hilkach, Afilu, Liktam, Lemishavikvisa. Even, let's say I gathered fruit specifically. I harvested them and gathered them specifically to use for my Kvisa, for my laundry. It doesn't help. These peras are generally used for this. Objectively, it doesn't matter why you specifically gathered it. No, just because you gathered it for a specific purpose does not change the fact that it is Kadosh. Buy items that can be used for both things equally, then fine. One is not bottled to the other. But fruit generally are used for eating, which is the, the Perishvius requirement uh, type of Hana'a. Beautiful line of Rashi. From the moment that they are formed as fruit, what do they use? They're usually earmarked. 90% of the time they're earmarked for eating. And therefore they have Kedusha. And therefore a person's personal machshava to use them for laundry cannot uproot the Kedusha. That's it. So that's the machlokas here. So now we relate this to our issue, says Rashi. Also by wood, this is the opposite direction, not a 
Chumra Badakula. Most Eitzim are used for Hasaka for heating purposes, which is Hana Achar Biuran, and therefore there is no Kedusha. Just like the Rabbanan, don't make any distinctions by fruit, so too they don't make any distinctions by wood. That's the Rabbanan Shita. Rebiosi, Rebiosi who allows Paris. Rebiosi Savar, Lomri, it's not Paris Lachilaninu. No, you don't say it's automatically included. If you have a fruit that you think originally from the time of the Machshava, from the time of the harvesting, that you will use that for laundry, that's fine. This was the Tosas' problem with Rashi. So, according to Rebiosi, it's only if you have that in mind originally. The Gemara doesn't say that. Gemara sounds like it's across the board. Rabbi holds something. But that's what Rashi says. Right? It goes specifically by the well, what you did. And then Rashi here says, So, difficult to put the two Rashis together. Rashi and Baba Kama, Rashi and Sukkah. But that is what we, that is what we have. Good. One other Ha'ara, and that is Rashi here describes. The Gemara says... Where it says that by the case of the soaking, the dyes the, of the fruit, you put the fruit in, the hanas, after the beer. How is that? So the way we explained it, which is how Rashi says it here, first the wine gets ruined, and then the dye gets absorbed into the clothing. Right? Three days later, Rashi even says, right? Biyayin niskalkel v'nivar. Mishashem atilin pishtun obeged. Biyayin niskalkel v'nivar. It becomes gross. V'hanaaso eno ad shloshayamim v'dalid. Achi pishtun sharui. That's the first half of the Rashi that we just that we just read. Interesting, if you look in Rashi in Sukkah, he gives a different shot of Hanasadach Arbiuran, and Tosfus there quotes that I find that difficult. I like Rashi's shot here, not Rashi's shot there. What does Rashi say there in Sukkah? Rashi says, Hanasadach Arbiuran, because the Hanah that you get by the clothing is only when you wear it. The wine gets ruined in the mixture. And the hana that you get is only once you wear it. That is what Rashi says there in Sukkah, and Ra- Tosa does not like that shot. Right? The bottom line in Rashi in Sukkah, Mem Amad Aleph, That's how the hana is much later. Tosa says, no. If that's true, so then by all dyes, there shouldn't be any Kedusha. Right, what did Argamar say yesterday? Yesterday's daf quoted a Mishnah in Shvius that some dies yeshlam shvius l'dubeim shvius. But to, says Tosfos, if you say the hana under discussion is the hana of wearing the clothing afterwards, then all dies are hana asadachar biuran, and none should have kedusha. That's why Tosfos doesn't like that pshat. He likes this pshat uh, here that that Rashi gives. Okay, again, second time in this sugya that Rashi gives a different shot in the two Masechtas. Let's continue though now. So, the Gemara mentioned that according to Rabbi Yossi, what is excluded from the word La'achla, that you can't use Perishvias for medicinal purposes. So now the Gemara continues in the Brisa. The Tanya, La'achla v'olo melugma. Ata omer la'achla v'olo melugma. O eno el la'achla v'olo l'kfusa. Rabbi Yossi, why do you exclude melugma? Why don't you exclude kfusa washing laundry? So says the Gemara, no, Lachem includes Kvusa. Laachla excludes Malugma. Lachem includes Kvusa. So ask the Gemara, why? Why is laundry included? You're allowed to use Perishmita for soaking in your laundry. And you're not allowed to use it for a medicinal purpose. Mar answers the Gemara, Mar body is a kvusa, sheshava bechaladam. Everybody does kvisa. Everybody does kvisa. So, a dover hashava lechol nefesh, 
that's what would be included uh, for everyone. But malugma is just needed for somebody who has a wound, somebody who has a cut, somebody who's sick, and therefore it's eno shava nefesh. So for why I would include one, I would include the more common benefit of kvusa and not malugma. Period. Kaman Tanya. So who is the author of the following brisa that says you could use Perishvias for La'achla Valola Belugma, La'achla Valola Ziluf, you can't use it for Ziluf, which is sprinkling wine on the floor of uh, one's room, and that's only used for uh, very uh, noble mefunakim that are, most people do not do that. Only Rashi says, other mu'unagu mu'udan, or lo'achlov lo'lasas mena apiktivizid. You could use it for food, but not to make something that will cause you to um, vomit out your food, apiktivizid. Uh, Kaman, Kerbyosi, this all must be like Kerbyosi's opinion, Dikarabana, Nikanami Mishra Vakfusa, because Rabana would exclude Mishra Vakfusa as well, and that is an obviously not on this list. And therefore, this brisa must be Rabbi opinion. Period. Uh, it's an interesting question that is pointed out by the Nishmas Adam. Uh, where else the most common, the most famous place where Dover Hashava Lachal Nefesh comes up is in Meseches Beitza in Hilchas Yantif. We know on Yantif, uh, one is allowed to do certain malachas, malachas Ochal Nefesh, and even not for Ochal Nefesh, even for non Ochal Nefesh purposes, based on the principle of Mitoch. Beitza Dafyud Beis, Mitoch Shahutra Litzarech, Chutranami shalol litzarech. The pro shalol litzarech You're allowed to cook not only for cooking, but also to wash your hands in warm water. Even though it's not cooking, but shalol litzarech is also allowed. There's machlokas there. What about shalol litzarech Or uh, does it have to be some type of tzarech? Rashi tosfos there, which we're not getting uh, into. But the Gemara says it has to be a tzarech that is shavu lachal nefesh. It has to be a tzarech that, you know, it's very common, very common, and uh, it can be classified as shaveh l'chol nefesh. Uh, the question is, what is shaveh l'chol nefesh? The Gemara Ksubis Dav Zayin and Beit Zadaf Yudbeis discusses this, Yudbeis and Beis, and Yudbeis and Alpha gets into, and it gets into uh, other a little bit later, with uh, Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel, uh, what is called shaveh, what are examples of shaveh l'chol nefesh, and this is the type of thing that the halacha does not change, but the application of the halacha might change because of different realities. Right? This is discussed even more at length. Chaf Aleph Ahmed Beis. Uh, in Beitza, talking about showers. Rechitza. Rechitza is called Gufo. What? Shavu Lechol Nefesh. What's not Shavu Lechol Nefesh? People didn't bathe in the olden days for the same reasons that we bathe. And that's background for at least this little discussion. We're not posketing now for, uh, on anything, but we're just bringing up the issue. The Mordechai in Beitza there, tough Reish Pei in Beitza, he's, the Mordechai says, well, you can warm up water in order to schwitz la hazia like a uh, like a sauna but not to wash with because in those days i see the mordechai says because rechitzas kal gufo this is the mordechai obviously today is different ikalamema rechitzas kal gufo ain davar shavalachal nefesh washing your whole body who does that to hulatainug that's just for enjoyment. Washing your hands and feet, everybody does. That's for brius. That's for health. And therefore everybody does that. And that's why that's a Shaveh L'chol Nefesh. The Nishmas Adam in Hilchas Yantif, the bottom of the Chai Adam, Anorachayim, Chai Adam is Anorachayim, Chachmaz Adam is Yeradeya, the Nishmas Adam points out that that Mordechai seems to say that health is Shaveh L'chol Nefesh. Our Gemara says Malugma is not Shaveh L'chol Nefesh. 
So he just leaves it as a, as a tzarachiyin. Could be the answer is malugma, where one has a specific wound that you're trying to fix. That's not shavu l'chol nefesh. To stay healthy, the Mordechai is not talking about there of going to um, a specific sick person. He just has brius. That's his lashon. Right? Brius staying healthy. Everybody likes it to stay healthy and feel good. So that's why it's shavu l'chol nefesh. So that could be a difference between, doesn't mean sick. It means uh, just staying healthy. Right? One of the big issues in the postkin discussed of Isman Azeh is smoking. Right, first, A, smoking during the week. Many post-gifts say it's usser, totally, it's killing yourself, it's more and more evidence, and you can't bring a riot from Rav Moshe, because even Rav Moshe, over the, over the decades, he's getting more and more lechumra. If one looks at Rav Moshe's truth, it's about smoking in the 50s, in the 60s, in the 70s, in the early 80s, so you see he's already get, moving over, and... We don't know what he would say, whether he would still say, Shomer Psalm Hashem, and he can't answer it. But many other post-gim also, uh, but... Even separate from that, what about smoking on Yantif? So Rav Asher Weiss and other poskim say for sure it's Aser, because it's not a Dabr Shalachal Nefesh. Because there are so many, such a large percentage, we know the health risks, and we know it's terrible for you. And we know it's it's uh, it's bad. So there, that makes it for sure, Eino Shalachal Nefesh. You can't look at what it says 400 years ago, when the Pnei Yeshua thought it was healthy to smoke. And that's why it was okay on Yantif. You can't bring out Raya's from there. Bizvana said not. Right? It's, uh, if somebody, as Rav Asher says, today, if somebody is smoking, it's because of an ones. And he even says, uh, again, I know, by Lamaisa, I heard it in a shir, uh, that, um, if somebody is ba'ones, then there's no difference between smoking on a Tuesday and smoking on Shabbos. He's ba'ones. He can't stop himself. And if he can stop himself one day, then he should be able to stop himself the other days. Again, you might say he can stop himself for one day, but not for more. But that's even his harif uh, lashon like that, that if it's if it's usser, it's usser. And if it's ones, it's ones every day. But if you, one can control themselves, you know, so then that shows that it's not such an ones. But in any case, regarding yantif, regarding yantif, he thinks it's for sure, eno shavalachal nefesh, and therefore it should be usser, even if one one is in a state uh, where they they uh, they one uh, does uh, is ma'ashen, but on yantif it is aser. Okay, that's just a little bit, but we're not uh, getting into those issues. One should uh, try to uh, speak to their local uh, authority. Okay, weiter. Rabbi Yehuda Omer Chulu, right in the middle of Kuv Beis Amen Aleph, getting back to what we learned in the Mishnah. Two days ago, remember the Mishnah and Machlokas, Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Meir about uh, the Uman uh, making a mistake. So here we go. Rabbi Yosef was sitting behind Rabbi Abba, and they were both sitting in front of Rabbi Huna. Rabbi Huna was facing them. The other Rabbi Huna and Rabbi Huna made the following statement: Halacha Rabbi Shua ben Karcha, Halacha Rabbi Huda. We follow the Halacha like Rabbi Shua ben Karcha somewhere else. And the Lachas like Rabbi Huda here. Rabbi Huda here, who argues on Rabbi Meir, again, if the Uman does something wrong, Rabbi Meir says there's Shinui, a Shinui Kona, and therefore he has to just pay the Demei Shabbach. And Rabbi Huda says, no, there's no Shinui. Rabbi Huda says, there's no Shinui, and therefore the Baal Hatsemer gets to choose and pay the lower amount. So he passes like Rabbi Huda. So once, again, Rav Yosef was behind Rabbi Abba, and Rav Huna made this statement. Ahadrinu Rav Yosef Rav Yosef got very upset at that statement by Rav Huna. So Amar, he says, Mr. not not out loud, but he said it, he thought it. Bishlama, Rabbi Shua ben Karcha. I understand why Rav Huna has to say that we follow like Rabbi Shua ben Karcha uh, against the Rabbanon Itzrech. Because one might have said we follow the majority. Usually, Yachad Varabim, Malachad Varabim, Kamash Malan Alachad Kiyachid. 
Because I understand what the Chiddush is. Why yes, the Talmud we follow like Rabbi Shua ben Karcha. Rabbi Shua ben Karcha, my which Rabbi Shua ben Karcha? By the way, are we talking about the Tanya? Uh, some Rishonim elsewhere, not here. Call Rabbi Akiva Kereach. There's one Gemara that says he's a Kereach. So some suggest there's a Rashbamu in place that Rabbi Shua ben Karcha is the son of Rabbi Akiva. Right, Karcha. But that's uh, one opinion. Others others argue on that. But either way, we know him as a separate uh, Tana. Rabbi Shua Mekarcha Mahi, the Tanya. Rabbi Shua Mekarcha Omer. Mil Vebishtar, Ein Nefra'an Mehen. What is this talking about? It's talking about the first sugya in Mesechas Avodazara. Paying back loans to a guy, to a to an idol worshiper. So paying back a loan uh, that was recorded, Mil Vebishtar, Ein Nefra'an Mehen, you should not pay them back right before their holiday. Why? Because if they... Uh, get paid, if they're able to pay back their loan, so then they feel very good. The Jews are not going to be able to be on their back anymore, and they're going to go thank their idol on the holiday. So, ain't it from man? So, right before their yantif, their holiday, you can't get paid back. Milval pet in front of man. But if it's milval pet, and they're ready to pay you, and there's no other, uh, recorded evidence, take it. Because you gotta say, you gotta get the money. If they don't pay you now, maybe they'll never pay you again. And it's a milval pet. So that's, that's, that's where Rabbi Karcha holds. And the Rabbanan say, Rabbanan say, Rashi quotes it here, no, it's also to pay and to be paid. Period. Right? Within, uh, a certain amount of time of their, of their holiday. So, Rav Huna having to say we all like Rabbi Karcha, I understand that. Because, it's Yachar Barabim. But, relating to our Mishnah, you have to say the Lachas like Rabbi Huda, that Shinu is not Kona, and the Baal Hatzemer has the upper hand, what do you have to say that for? Machlokes v'yachrakachstami. But there's a machlokes here, but later on we have an anonymous Mishnah. And we know, whenever you have a machlokes v'yachrakachstam, the halach is like the stam. And the stam is like Rabbi Yehuda. So what's the Chiddush? What do I have to make this statement for? Where? Machlokes b'babakama. The machlokes is right here. L'svar lo adam v'savu shachar. Shachar v'savu adam. Rabbi Meir Omer. No sein lo demet simro. Rabbi Yehuda Omer. That's the machlokas we just had. Rebeir says shinui kona, and therefore the uh, worker has to just pay back the value of the raw materials. While Rebbe Yudas says no shinui. So v'stam b'bametzia, and the stam is in b'bametzia. The tzad, the Mishnah says there in b'bametzia. Kol hamishane yadola tachtona. Whenever there's a machlokas about something, whoever was the one that was mishane from the norm. He has the lower hand. Question mark. So that's why Rav Yosef got very upset. Why did Rav Huna have to tell us that we passed like Rav Yehuda? It's a machlokas. It's a Let's, I guess, finish first and then we'll uh, go back to Tosis. So why did Rav Huna make the statement? He knew this too. He didn't feel that it was a stam. Maybe he felt, no, you can't really be medayik with a machlokas and then a stam. Because maybe Rabbi Yudan did not write the Mishnahis in specific order. Maybe really the stam should be first, not second. It comes, we have it second. But maybe he didn't mean that for deic purposes. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef would say, what are you talking about? Then how would this principle ever apply? If, if we say, Ein muktam muhar b'shas, for Rav Yosef, Iachi, kol machlokas v'yakach stama, neima ain't say to the Mishnah, v'stam v'yakach machlokasi. They should just knock out the whole din, the whole idea of machlokas v'yakach stama. V'Rav Huna, Rav Huna would say back, no, no, no. 
When do we say that it is written in a chronological order? Not chronological. It is written in a specific order. When do we say that? In each Mesechta, we could assume that Rabbi Yudanasi wrote it in a specific order for a reason. But by two Mesechtas, you would say, So that's where Rav Huna felt. This is two Mesechtas. Baba Kama is the Machlokas, Baba Metzia is the Stam. So that's why maybe it's not meant to be in a specific order. And what's the answer? The Rav Yosef. What would Rav Yosef answer? Nezikin chada mesechtahi. Kula nezikin chada mesechtahi. All nezikin. Famous line. All nezikin is one mesechta. All the babas. And therefore, um, that is why, that is what Rav Yosef felt. And therefore, you have to say, Yesh Seda la Mishnah. So I don't know why you, Rav Huna, had to tell us that Allah is like Rav Yehuda. Number one. Let's just finish. Maybe there's a different reason. Because in Bamitsia, that's where, it doesn't really have to do with that there. It's just quoting Halacha Lamaisa important statements, and that's why that holds more weight. Period. Very fascinating. We, if you look at the Russian here, so we usually translate that as Rov Rishonim. What do Rov Rishonim say that means? Don't take it literally. Kulanazikah doesn't mean all of Nazikin. It means the Babas. It means the three Babas used to be Meseches Nazikin. It doesn't mean that, that, uh, Sanhedrin, Makashvuas, Idis, Avodazara, Avos Harios were also, you know, one Mesech. It doesn't mean that. Right? Kulanazikin means all of the Babas are one Mesechta. That's Pashtus. Uh, what, that's what Rovri showed him say. If you look at the Me'iri, not, the Me'iri here in one line, but it's more expansive in Avodazara. On Dav Zayin, the Meiri says, "V'tzlasa babi harehin k'vesechas achas le'inyan Right, they're all one mesechta regarding this issue. Afapi shevakan no markula nezikin. Even though here it says all nezikin, atatzarach lafarsha al tzlasa babi bavad. It means the three babis. The chen pirshu rov mefarshim, and that's what rov mefarshim said. Who argues? Who argues? The Rimigash. The Rimi Gash has one opinion like this. If you look at the Rimi Gash, we have a Rimi Gash. Rimi Gash was the Rebbe of Maimon, the Ramam's father, and the Talmud of the Rif. So the Rimi Gash, we have on, on Boabasra, on Shvuis, on the first page, Beis Amid Beis, in Meseches Shvuis, says the Rimi Gash, Ye Shlomar, Tiahid, the Arminan Hassam, Verav Yosef Kula, Seder Nezikin, Gachada Mesechtahu, Lav Atlasa Babi Bilachud Kaamar. Doesn't just mean the three babas. Ella akule seder nezikin the havile makos v'shvuos bichlal. Wow! So the Tosis, the the Rebbe Gash is saying that when Rebbe Yudanasi wrote at certain stage in history, all of seder nezikin was one mesechta. The other five were split up into mesechtas, but this one, all nezikin is one. Maybe you got to think about why that is. Why would that be? Why would all Nezikin be one Mesechta? Either way, that's a, that's a collector's item, Shita. That is not the common understanding, and that's what the Me'iri says here in Avodazar Zion, that it is only going by the three Babas. And then he says, I have a Raya. The Me'iri says, I have a Raya, that it's only the three. Visa'ad Ladover, Matsasi Batam and Mayrev. I have a Raya from a Yerushalmi. And the footnotes here points out that we don't, he doesn't know where this Yerushalmi is, but it's a Medrash. We have it in Vayikra Rabba. Hatipe Shomer. A foolish person will say, Mi Nezikin Shloshim Prakim. Kalim Shloshim Prakim. 
A tipesh would say, oh my gosh, I'm never going to finish this. I'm never going to learn. It's 30 prakim, Nezikin and Kalim. I have a happy care, Homer. Hareni Lamad, Shtehalachas Hayom, Ushtehalachas Lamachar. Ain Alai Hadavar Ligmar, Veini Ben Chorin Li Batel. That's a great medrash. Hare Lamadata, Shukore Litzlasa Babi Nezikin, Shahare Yesh Batlasa Babi Shlosha Prakim. That's a Mufurish Raya, because each of the Babas have 10 Prakim, so just like Kalim has 30 Prakim, so too Mesechas Nezikin used to have 30 Prakim. That is the Meiri there in Mesechas Avodazara. Right to come to that. That's a it's a great Meiri Dafzayim. I'll have to come back to that back in uh, later in Avodazara. It's also another question dealt with by the Rishonim, uh, the Rashba here and Tosis in Avodazara, and that is what does our Gemara say? Right? What, why was Rav Yosef bothered? Halacha machlokas So of course we wasn't like Rabbi Yehuda. Ask Tosis in Avodazara Dafzayim. Ask the Rashba here. Forget that klal. What about the principle of Rabbi Yehuda of Rabbi Meir? Halacha Rabbi Yehuda. Whenever there's a machlokas, we find like Rabbi Yehuda. Mayor the Gemara Ervin says that Mayor was such a smart, sharp person. We don't possibly like him, unless it's a Stam Mishnah. Stam Mishnah is Rabbi Mayor. But machlokas, the Gemara Ervin says Rabbi Mayor the Rabbi Yehuda halak Rabbi Yehuda. So even without machlokas v'yachakach Stam. Right, so that's the uh, question that the Tosis there asks. The Tosis goes into that maybe everybody, not everybody, agrees to that. Everybody agrees to this. There are there are, there are uh, issues. That uh, how Tosa's defense, but the Rashba here is an important comment within this discussion. Within the discussion, he says, "Is a Stam Mishnah any worse than a Machlokas Viacharkach Stam?" We have this big Yisod Machlokas Viacharkach Stam is probably like the Stam. What about you say Stam Mishnah? Says the Rashba, yes, Machlokas Viacharkach Stam is stronger than Stam a Stam. The Yesh Lomar says the Rashba right here. Babakama daf kuf beis omit alef. De inochinami. De tfei adif machlokas viachachach stam. Mistam masisan below machlokas de masisan. Why? Umishum. De kol sheshana rebi machlokas viachachach stam. Nir e shediktik harbe bedavar. Review the he wrote a machlokas and then he only quoted one opinion. It must be that he analyzed that machlokas well and now has decided. Right, what does this remind us of? Erevin. Erevin. the Gemara says, Baskol goes out. Why do we pass like Basilel? Because Nochin Hain, they are meek. And number two, they study the words of Beishamai and they're even mocked in the words of Beishamai and Rehab. What does that mean? As the Mefarshim point out, it's not only schar because they're an, uh, unavs. No, it's that they studied the other person's shita also, and they still have conviction that their own shita is right. That's what makes it even stronger. That's exactly what the Rashba says here. If Rebbe quotes the Machlokas and then the Stam, so then that, that shows something about the shita. That's stronger than a Stam, a plain Stam Mishnah. Great Rashba. Okay, let's continue. Tanarabanan. Again, there's, uh, there's a little more here, but uh, we will continue. But the Gemara is written, um, in, uh, the Mishnahites are written in specific ways, you know, for us to be Medayik, you know, at least within one Mesechta, or like the Gemara just says, Hilchas Absiktus. Tanarabanan. Next discussion that relates to our Mishnah, the Machlokas Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir. Tanarabanan. Somebody gives money to a Shliach, Likach, Lo, Chitim. Ruben gives money to Shimon to go buy wheat, but it's not just time to be a shliach, buy wheat 
and we're going to split and then sell the wheat at a profit and we're going to split the the proceeds right rashi says two words on top that's the magical two phrase from baba metzia which means an investment i give you money to go buy wheat and i tell buy the wheat sell it at a profit and then we'll split the proceeds the problem is shimon didn't do that he gave him money to buy wheat and instead he bought him barley Barley, or but him wheat. He didn't follow exactly what he was supposed to do. So Tanya Chada, one Brisa says, One Brisa says, it's owned to Shimon now. What Shimon did, it becomes basically everything on him. All the losses and all the gains. But Tanya Chada, and the other Brisa says, no. If there are losses, then Shimon has to bear the losses, because he was Mishana. But if there was a profit, then he split it. It still belongs to the Mishaleach. So, um, Rabbi, so what's the, how do you answer the steer in the Brises? So, two, two, uh, two tries. Number one, uh, Rabbi Yochanan, Lokasha. Ha, Rabbi Meir, ha, Rabbi Yehuda. This is Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda from our Mishnah. Ha, Rabbi Meir, Meir, who says that when the dyer messes up, then the dyer is out Mishana and he owns it. Ha, Rabbi the first Brises that says everything goes to the Shaliach, everything goes to Shimon. So that's Rabbi Meir Shita. And the second Brisa says Shini Enokona, meaning it still belongs to the to Ruvain for Parsh and partly, and that's why if there is profit it's split half and half. Even so, the Shimon has to bear the brunt of the loss, because he was Mashana from what was discussed in the agreement. So even though Ruvain still gets Machsis Schar, but he does not get Machsis of the of the loss. Period. Says the Gavar, Mas Gavar Could you really say this is the Machlokes, Rimeir and Abihuda? Mimai, Dilma, Ad Kanlokam Rimeir, El Mamidil Chazile Lugufe. Maybe you're Rimeir. What was Rimeir talking about, that Shinu Yaskona? If I want, I want, I give you a shirt. I want to wear this shirt. I want it red. You made it black. So that's where you were Mishana, and we could assume that the Mishalech is very upset, and you did not fulfill his words. But if I gave you money to invest, and you would, in, to invest in A, and you invested it in B, and you still made some money, is, would Remeir for sure say that's a Shinui? Shouldn't there be a little more flexibility in that, those instructions? It's for investment. It's not for personal usage. So maybe Rabbi Meir wouldn't say a shita in that case. So Rabbi Lazar says that can't be the machlokas between the Bryces, because maybe Rabbi Meir wouldn't say his shita in this case. So Ella, Rabbi Lazar says, Ella, Rabbi Lazar, Havaha, Rabbi Meir. Really, it's both Rabbi Meir's opinion. Both Rabbi Meir's opinion. And Rabbi Meir is holding that if by, by, uh, cases where you were changed what the Balabais wanted, it depends on what we're talking about. Velokasha, Kamla Achila, it depends if he gave you go buy me wheat because I want to buy, right? I want to buy. Lachila means direct consumption. So there, I want to eat it. So then, if you're mashana, so then it's called a, it's called a, you know uh, not following my words. And kam for business, you know, there's a little more flexibility. The important point, as the Gemara is going to lead into, according to Rabbi Meir, it's not called a shinui. Period. Because, you know, there's this flexibility. The only question is, if you were mafsid me, then you're going to have to pay for it. Right? That's the key for Rabbi, for Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar says both prices are Rabbi Meir, and they both are without a shinoi, but according to Rabbi Yochanan, the first statement, I'm sorry, the, the first, yeah, the first suggestion, Rabbi Yochanan says, Machlokas, your mayor, Rabbi Huda, and your mayor holds, there is really a shinoi. 
Good. There's what to say, but I guess we'll first finish the flow, and then we'll comment. They laughed about this in Marava. They scuffed here in Marava. The Gemara, the last daf in uh, the first paragraph of Sanhedrin, talks about who are the Tanoim that are always referred to by these phrases. Okay, can look there, daf yud zayin. Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yochanan was the first approach. Rabbi Yehuda. Right? Rabbi Yochanan said Rabbi Yehuda was the second b'risa. That, if he did something different... So Hosiru Emsa, it's he still retains Bailus on the uh, profit, because it's not a Shinui, but if there's a loss, the Shleich has to pay for it. Says the Gemara. Who is letting know the Balchitim, the seller of the wheat, who's letting him know that he's really giving money straight to the Balamos, straight to the investor, the one who gave the money in the first place? According to Rabbi Yochanan's Rabbi Yehuda, there was no Shinui here, and therefore it's basically going straight from the seller to the investor. But does he have Das for that? Does he know who he's selling it to? Look at Rashi, second skinny line. Mio dio la mocher, hachitim, shalit sarach bao ha mosein, shayak nelo diktani hosiru lamsa. According to Rabbi Lazar, according to Rabbi Meir. So remember, 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 Rabbi Meir said it's not called a shinui, this flexibility in giving it over. So therefore, he's a shliach. But according to Rabbi Yochanan, that Shinui is significant. So the question is here, Shinui is significant, so how, do, how does it go back to the investor? Just read the end of that Rashi. Rabbi Yochanan says it is a Shinui. That's what Rabbi Meir says. It's fully Shinui Kone. So the Shlichus is messed up. Then, then how is the investor getting? It's a shinui, it's just not kone, according to Rabbi Yehuda. So then, how does the makne, meaning the mocher, chitim, how is he giving that to the kone? After all, the shliach is no longer a shliach. So, maskalar ashmuel bar sasruti, ihafiafilu chitim chitim namilo. What do you mean? What if, how does he know? So even if he did what he was supposed to do, don't you have the same problem? Amr bivo, no. No, if he did what he was supposed to do, that's normal shlichus. He's the standard for the balabais, and that's all you need. The problem is that according to Rabbi Yochanan's Rabbi Yehuda, there was a shinui, just shinui is not kona, and therefore it goes all the way back to the investor, but then, if he's not a shliach, the mocher has to know who he is selling it to, and who lets him know here. And that's why the Gemara has a problem with Rabbi Yochanan's suggestion. Teda, uh, stop there for uh, for a moment, and then we'll do Teda. The Rashba here has an important machlokas with the Arzarua. What happens if the the Rashba says the case here where he was Mishana? What was his kavana? He did something different. He bought Sorim instead of Chitim. Did he do that because he just that's all he could find and that's what he wanted to do? Did he have kavana to steal, or he was just Mishana? Says the Rashba. And and it's a big enough community because here, let's say it went up in price. Let's say he made a big profit. Rebbe says he could keep it. The first price it says it's all Shalashliach. But what do you mean? If he did have Kavana Ligzol, maybe the investor should have rights to it. Says the Rashba. Second important Rashba today. The Shamina Mishvait You learn two things from this sugya. We'll do the first one. If a person has Kavana to steal it himself and to be coned for himself, that's in Paksu Paksu Lov, in Hosiro, Siro Lo. De Kol Shemiskavin the Gazlusa, Veliknos La Atzmo, Ein Chilik Ben Rebid Rebbeir. The only case here being discussed is where he didn't have Kavana Ligzol. He had Kavana just to be Mishana. 
but he was going to get it back to him. But, says the Rashba, if he had kavanah to mamish, I'm taking this money, I'm buying my own barley, then he's then it's all on him. Then it's all, he gets the profits and he gets the lost. And the Rashba does say, though, if there's a profit, let's say there's a huge profit, he comes back and says, oh yeah, I wanted to steal it, it's all mine. No, he can't say that. He's only believed that there are Adim. If he just says afterwards, oh yeah, I was doing it like Zila, you know, he's not, he's not believed for that. So that's the uh, Rashba. If you're Mishana, then Mimela, that's called a, a, um, a shinui and a kavana ligzol. Kiva the shinui zem otziyom mirushes bala b'knoa ba we have shalom ashrasha knoa otziyom mirushes bala mos ba ba'atzmo yikne bala mos. But he continues. And the Rashba and the Arzaru. If you look at the Arzaru here on Baba Kama, the Arzaru is bothered by a couple of points. Uh, number one, he discusses whether the shliach would be believed automatically without Adim. The Arzarua assumes that's only if he was Mishana. The Rashba was not so clear about that. But then the Arzaru deals with the question of. What about the principle of Ein Adam Mesa Matzvah Rasha? A person can't make himself into Rasha. A person comes and says, I, yeah, I did it for stealing. Ein Adam Mesa Matzvah Rasha. A person can't self, self-incriminate themselves. So, there are many limitations in that. So, yeah, the Arzarua here in Os Tafyud Gimel in the ninth paragraph of Abakama quotes a few of them. Maybe that only applies to Misa. Maybe that only right because a person can't say they're Chayim Misa. Maybe that does not apply where you're trying to excuse yourself from Mamon. Because then we know why you're 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 being marshier yourself. You want to save yourself a buck, like the Gemara says elsewhere. Beginning of Mitzvah, I could have said Mazid Hayisi, and I didn't have to bring a carbon. He's trying to potter himself. So you don't say another Mazid Hasar Russia there. So here too, he's trying to potter himself from the giving the extra shavach, and that's why. So you don't say another Mazid Russia there. Or here says the Arzura what he really thinks. Oil Omer Ani Yitzchak Bar Moshe Zatzal Hamachaber Delo Shayach Hacha Klal. He had come on even to steal, but he was going to give back the money. People don't think in their mind that that's stealing. And therefore, you don't take now the Mitzvah Rasha there. People think that lo sigzol is when you're not going to pay back. But if you're going to pay back, so then that's not called gazela. So we're not going to say he's out of Russia. He doesn't think of himself as a Russia there. He doesn't think he did anything wrong. So the whole principle doesn't apply here. He then goes into, he just wonders how there's any type of Kenyan gazela here. He got it, and now he just decides to use it. You know, for himself, so he's bothered by that, where the Kenyan is. Either way, let's go back to our Gemara. Says the Gemara right in the middle of the I'll prove to you that if he, right, what, what was the last point the Gemara just made from Rebbe Avahu? If he does exactly what he's supposed to do, that he's the stand-in, he's the Shliach. And it goes straight to the Mishaleach. The Mishnah says, an Arachin, somebody's Makdish something, or wants to give their Erech, their fixed amount from Parshas Bechukosai, to the base of Migdash. And the halach is that best it could come once you say that, and to take things of yours and, and until you you pay the money or to auction off things. So says the Mishnah, "Ain ishto, the banav." The best can take his wife's, or if he says he's makdish all of his property, it doesn't include his wife's property and his children's property. Or let's say he has clothing that he died for them. 
Those are also not included. Or stuff that he bought for them. One minute, says the Gemara, Who told the dyer that he's dying clothing for the woman? The man brought it here. El damrina, and it must be because we say the shlichusakavid ukiyadish dodami. He is the mishalayach achanami shlichusakavid ukiyad balabayis dami. Says the Gemara, that's the raya that if you do what you're supposed to do, then the shliach and the mishalayach's identity merge, and you don't need separate daas for the mishalayach. Good, says the Gemara Rabbi Abba. Lo, maybe there's no raya from there. Don't compare our to our case. Kol amakdish nechasav. It's an umdina. It's an umdina that if somebody is mocked as their property, they don't have in mind to include the wives and kids. Says the Gemara, What, it all, it all goes by umdina? What, you have in mind to give you tefillin? Vitznan, the Mishnah there says, Your tefillin are included, you just got to redeem them back. You didn't have that in mind, but you see it's an automatic thing. Nothing to do with umdina. No, maybe it is umdana in Daito Shaladam Atfila. The person's doing a mitzvah now. So he even has his children in mind. Hamaktish Nachasav Savar Mitzvah Kavidna. Vein Daito Shaladam Altsusishto Ubana Misham Eva. It could very well be umdana. I have in mind to include tefillin. I don't have in mind to include the clothing of my wife and kids. One more line. Maskal Ravoshia. Falo Chayvi Erechin Shanukan. Well, I mean, we're talking about Chayvi Erechin, meaning when they're going to come to be, to, uh, to secure properties from your house. You see, it's not based on Umdana because you see it's automatic. Bez is going to take it even against his will. So, LR Rabbi Abba, okay, fine. Rabbi Abba says the Raya is formulated in a different way. If anybody is Makdish's property, it's as if he was already. Makne, the the clothing of his wife and kids that he had died already to his wife. It's as if he got them and immediately gave it to them. If you don't want to say it works directly. And if that's the case, then there's no raya from this uh, Mishnah. But either way, the answer still stands. The question is just whether we can bring a raya from Arachin or not. That's the only controversy. Just to mention one thought. Again, Arachin is a huge topic. But just to mention one amazing Ha'ara that Rav Sarutskin has in Al-Zayim Torah in Parshas B'chukosai, where he says it's interesting that the only two things in life that we have in Halacha that have a fixed amount, a fixed value, are people and Eretz Yisrael. Right, those are the two. If you sell a chomer, saorim, or pieces of Eretz Yisrael, and a person. Maybe because, because both of those have a fixed value, because both of those can't be evaluated. Right, there, it's, it's Eimlo Gvul. And that's why, says the Zayin Torah, the Torah has to give a fixed value because you have to give something. He says, "Nifla hadavar shebeshnei dvarim lo samcha Torah la shamaim v'nasal lahem erech katzul v'tov l'rabeni adam haynu erech nefesh yehudi v'erech ad masakodesh." Why? V'adimion ben erech sakodesh l'goy kadosh mizbar bezeh because Eretz Yisrael is also a living creature, and really there is no value on them. Beautiful. Okay, we'll stop here. The show will continue next time with Daf Kuf Gimel.